We watched I Still Believe, and we're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And uh, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at uh, Christian pop culture. Uh, Just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. Uh, We're also not here to tick you off. Although we would like to know if either of those things happen. Yes, this is a podcast for Christians by Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? My heart's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This has been... If we ever do get a shirt that says, how's your heart on the front, the back needs to say... Uh-huh. My, My heart's, heart's fine. fine. Quotes, Andrea. This has been the weirdest two weeks. I don't really know what I what I feel or think or any of it. Honestly, it's just been the weirdest, the weirdest thing. Yeah. How you holding up? You holding in there? Okay. Yeah, I I really am. I had uh, Monday was rough, and I I couldn't tell you why. It just I think I knew that like stricter uh, regulations were coming, and it because it was happening in Dallas, and so it kind of. Uh, I knew it would be coming west, and it it just kind of hit me hard on Sunday night into Monday. So Monday was a little rough, but I finally just said, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. We just got to do it, deal with it, and and move on. And I'm still working, and that's great. And so I got to be thankful for that. And, you know, we've got a little setup here to record our, our show, so yeah. I can't be too upset, right? Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> that's... The reason why is like if you're like, why do you guys sound like you're uh, you're like you haven't seen each other, and that this is the reason why <laughs> we we're we haven't <laughs> yeah we're we're literally recording over Facetime right now so um, yeah this is uh, thank this goodness is, for technology yeah we'll see how it goes I mean we might have to scrap the whole thing but we'll, we'll just see how it goes well we we've got a we've got a, a recorded show in our back pocket remember that. Oh yeah. Well, we might use it this week. We might be using it this Sunday. <laughs> oh my god. That's good goodness. to know you had forgotten, didn't you? I You'd had completely forgotten, forgotten. We may yeah. have to give ourselves another another week cuz we're kind of cutting it close to the wire. I mean, we're recording on Saturday morning. This is coming out in, you know, 36 hours or so. No, right. not I mean, no, 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like 18 hours. I know. So, so we got to we're we're cutting it close, but that's there's a good reason for that. Yeah, the movie that we wanted to review, they it was still in theaters when all of this craziness happened and so they released it early on Amazon Prime. I watched it on Amazon Prime. Was it available anywhere else? I mean, I I that's where I bought it. Okay. I yeah. mean, well, bought is a relative no. term. You rented it for twenty dollars. <laughs> for twenty dollars, I'm like, this is more than I would have paid. To-. Well, no, actually, it wasn't more than I would have paid. To yeah, by the time movie, by so. the time you get popcorn and a soda water, you're you're. Yes. <laughs> so. Absolutely, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's uh, what we're going to be looking at. Um, hey, let me ask you just a quick question, and I'm I'm gonna uh, before I ask you this question, I'm gonna tell you that my number is three. Okay. That's okay. my number. That's that uh-huh. is also my Enneagram number, but that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. How many times did you break down crying for no reason this week? <laughs> um <laughs> Mine is less than three. If that makes you feel any better. It makes me feel worse, but that's fine. <laughs> um let's see. I think it's less than three. Sunday night is one. 
and then I, what day? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. I think so too. May it may have been three. There may have been. D- does it count uh, watching this movie? Um. Oh no 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 no. no that's for that's okay. for a reason. I mean, I'm just talking about the general fe- feeling of despair. Like, how many times did you crack because yeah. of that? Yeah, yeah, two. I think that was two. Okay, that's was, good. Yeah. Um. It probably would have been more, but I was feeling. I was a little bit in denial for like part of the week and so i think that helped (laughs) yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna play a song for you and um i'll tell you when in that song i started weeping okay oh wait maybe i should guess i I don't i don't think you'll have time okay (laughs) you are wisdom that's it right there that's that's it that's all i needed (laughs) and um (laughs) That's Jason Upton when the time comes. And I had gotten, uh, I had gotten, um, I think I'd been just kind of saving everything. And, uh, and I was trying to just lift my spirit. So I've kind of put it on Jason Upton, you know, worship. I'm going to try to do something that, that first thing. And I knew what the rest of the song was. And, uh, that was when the, the dam broke for me. So that was the first of the three times. So, yeah. It's good. It's been a uh, a very very hard and stressful week, um, just for work for me. Um, we're yeah. kind of in the middle of the fire, and so we're doing everything we can to fight it from the inside, and that's uh, it's it's hard to do. So, so is is your company is your company handling some of the testing? Yes. Okay. I won't, I know I probably can't ask more, but I just didn't know if that was, um, if that was happening. I knew that that was stuff that you did. So. Yeah. Yeah, we we are, and 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 that is uh, you know creates its own challenge in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm doing all of that, and then also <laughs> on my resume now is elementary school teacher. So that's fun. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say I don't know. Like I think next year, whenever they say, "Hey, these are all the things that we need for the classroom." They can ask for whatever they want. I'm going to get it they, for them. <laughs> listen, so many parents, I have loved all of the memes coming out, like the ones that said uh, third day of homeschool, they all graduated, like yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I just, like I have I have been cracking up and also praying for all of my friends who are parents and having yeah. to do this because, listen, I, I didn't go into teaching for a reason and I'm betting that most of these parents that are now having to to teach yeah (laughs) and and it's you know i i've also really loved the encouraging words that i've seen from other teachers that are saying parents you're not expected to teach you're you're guiding them through this right but you're not you are not responsible for for their education for the next couple of weeks you you just you can't yeah that's what i'll say is that um in all truthfulness um our school our kids school and and their teachers have just done a fantastic job, yeah. just phenomenal job where every day they get a video from their teachers saying, hey, class, I love you. This is hard on everybody. You know, just encouraging, you know, scripture and prayer over the kids. And then bef- let, that all happens before they go, OK, now this is what we're going to learn today. And these are yeah. the assignments that we need to turn in. And Google Classroom is dope. I mean, it, it works out. Like it's really good. It's real good. But just knowing that like they missed one week of school, but we're going to do what we can to kind of get caught back up and we're not going to extend, have to extend the school year and all those other things is, is, um, is a big relief. It's a blessing that Julie and I can work from home. It really, really is. But that presents its own challenges because we, we do still have to work 
from home, you know? Mm -hmm. And so setting them up with, you know, getting them, our dining room is completely just turned into their school, you know? Right. And, um, (laughs) and so it's been a lot of fun (sighs) to try to figure all that out. And because I'm also not only my teacher, but I'm also a cafeteria worker, you know, all these things that you just kind of take for granted throughout the day. You're probably counselor, some, yeah. like when they, when they need to unload a little bit. Cause you know, I was thinking about kids, kids don't know how to listen. Adults don't know how to process what's happening right now. Yeah. I can't even imagine how, how children are handling it. I know probably at first it was like, Oh, look at this extra spring break or it's already summertime. But at some point, you know, kids, kids, crave structure i yeah. think and and to have it all all ripped away like this is has probably been really heavy i mean think about how heavy it is for us yeah. i can't imagine being a kid so so friends and folks what i'll say is like um you know check on your friends ask them you know just listen send somebody a text message hashtag how's your heart you know I, right. you'll be surprised how much uh, how much people need to hear from us right now make sure we're checking and and let us know i mean check we're, we're on all the socials. Let us know. How are you guys dealing with it? Do you guys have tips, tricks, things that we can do? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for those of us with, with kids and those of us trying to work at home, I think last week we got some really good feedback, um, about, about the tips on how to work from home, how to worship from home. They, people felt like that was uh, beneficial to them. Um, other people <laughs> thought it felt like school, mainly the person on the other end of the screen. I did. I did feel a little bit like I was in a in a classroom setting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I was coming to a lecture today. Yeah. But I didn't have to pay tuition, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It was free. <laughs> Listen, a free podcast. Free. You didn't have to pay for any of it. This <laughs> this is a free podcast. That's awesome. Cut to six years later when it's behind a paywall. Listen, I have realized this week, because I, I was thinking about the show last week and you know how you said that you hoped this would would show that more people could work from home yeah you know and, and have that flexibility and that's great and i hope that if they want that that they can do that i am i am not built for this <laughs> i am an i am an extrovert i mean i like to be alone at, at times but i really am an extrovert i like to be around people and this has been really tough not right not seeing people and you know i'm i'm facetiming with friends i'm i am going over to my parents house i mean basically i i go from my apartment to my parents house and back occasionally i stop at the grocery store i think i've been once this week and so yeah i'm just like i like to be around people and can i tell you yesterday i was imagining what that very first church service is going to be when yeah. we were all back together that may have been my third time to cry, actually, but that okay. was for a reason. So yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I was so excited and just so ready. I, I am just, I'm not made for this sheltering in a place for weeks on end. Right. So. But hey, I, I learned something about myself. So you're, yeah, we're learning. Good. So, and and so <laughs> that you're not the only one. That that's in that spot. So make sure that you're you're reaching out and showing love to everybody. That that goes to to everybody who's listening. Make sure you're doing that. So um, I did. I had I had one funny story that I wanted to share. Going back to the uh, home based education. Sure. So my uh, my BFF Jacqueline, she she texted me and she was like, I don't know if I'm if I'm going to be able to make it through this. I'm kind of throwing her under the bus a little bit. And she said, Alex has to do a science experiment representing the layers of the earth with things around the house. She's I don't, how do 
I do that? I don't know. And I said, well, like you could take like a golf ball or a ping pong ball and then use like, like foil and then this. And she goes, congratulations, you're the science teacher now. Yeah. And I just <laughs> died laughing. It was so funny. I'm like, um, no, thanks. Also, I will help you, but you are the teacher. <laughs> you are the teacher now. <laughs> That's awesome. It was so funny. But I thought, uh, yeah, all these all these parents are having to really, really draw on their creativity. So good, good job. God, God bless us all. I mean, God it's bless been, you. It's been, <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Uh, oh, man. OK, I've only got one bit of news. OK. And I'm pretty sure that you've seen this, um, but there might be some people who haven't. So okay. I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and and play it and we can kind of talk about it while it's going underneath us, okay? Uh-huh. Okay. This is the Nashville Studio Singer Community doing a virtual rendition of It Is Well With My Soul. Yes. When peace like a So what's amazing about this is that all of this was recorded on iPhones. Like on just, an iPhone? Yeah, on iPhones. E- each individual person doing their part yeah. on an iPhone. So the arranger behind this like created it, like arranged it, did what they wanted to do, had a Come on, Debbie Selby. I, I mean, you. I listen, I could pick her voice out. I knew that was her. Yeah. Um and so what they did is that um, they arranged everything, they put it all together, uh, and then they recorded a part so they could kind of everybody could stay together and stay on pitch and then send it to everybody. And then people recorded while they were listening to their parts and got them all together and put it together and just came out with so something cool. beautiful. I love it. It really is beautiful. It is Anyway, I, I was really just kind of proud of that. Also, one of the things is that like um, all the people who were singing are all people of faith. That's a nice thing. This wasn't just like people who get paid to do a gig. These are people who are really reaching out. And so what they've said is like, pastors, you're meeting online. Play it in your churches. Here's your choir song this week. <laughs> you know, And um, and that's that's pretty great. They're like, we don't want any money from this. This is just put it out there and 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 see what happens. So I was uh, I was really excited about about that. That's that's really cool. I um I saw this the other day and I found it interesting and I just thought that I would would share it and, and see what you thought about it. Um Relevant Magazine did a report that said um 17% of practicing Christians report using their smartphones uh while listening to a sermon. Yeah. And 10% say that they're using it to fact check their uh, fact check, sorry, their ser- their pastor's sermon. Wow. And I was like, okay. And the highest percentage of these fact fact checkers, why can I not say that, um, at 16% are millennials. I just think that that is, I don't know why that was so interesting to me, but I'm like, really, like, what exactly are you fact checking? Like, oh, no, no, no. Listen, that's a good thing. And I'm going to tell you why. Not everybody... <laughs> goes to a church where their pastor is like legit a biblical scholar, right? Right. 
Right. And, and like true. actually loves digging into the word. Not everybody does that. Some You got some some wackadoos out there that just didn't want to work a real job. So they're like, I'll be a preacher. Sure. I know because these some of those people like I went to school with. <laughs> and uh, and they started Me too, to be, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. You probably should college be. for the wind. Yeah. For the wind. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the self-edit mode. I might leave all of that in. Okay, (laughs) self-edit mode is phenomenal. Well, it's funny that you should mention that because bad church secretary um, actually had on this week. Good news, your pastor approves of you being on Facebook during church. (laughs) Because that's kind of the only way to go to church. That's the only way. You can't do it any other way. Okay. Guys, it's going to be okay. It is. It really is. In a time when we've there, a lot of people have been laid off. A lot of people have uh, are 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 struggling. A lot of people are sick. What we know is that at the end of this, it's a short but intense time. That on the other end, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Um. And so, just hold in there, guys. We're gonna be okay. You're. you're we're. We're all gonna be okay. Um. And if you need to shut your brain off for a little bit. I don't know, maybe rent a movie for 20 bucks on Amazon. I mean, go see one that you wanted to see in theaters and didn't get a chance to. They're they're there. Listen. Oh, by the way, don't buy Onward. Pause. Don't buy Onward by Disney. Not because it's not a good movie. Yes, there's the one line. We talked about that already. It's a fine movie. It's fine. It's it's Uh it's good movie, even. Sure. Why not? Um it's gonna be on Disney plus streaming like in a week and a half. So yeah, like I, you can wait and, for that one. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I, I gave Disney 20 bucks. So oh. now we own it, but Hey, um, I also gave 20 bucks to watch. I still believe. And I figured <laughs> you and me and the wild card, we were all going to go see this movie. We were going to take little, you know, pens with flashlights. We were going to take notes as we went, you know, it's going to do down. <laughs> Uh, um, you know, two, two <laughs> people going to the movies. I couldn't do that for 20 bucks. So no. 20 bucks. We, we, we sat in bed last night and we watched this movie and, uh, and honestly, we, we liked it. What, what did you think about it? First of all, I watched it last night. I started it at about 1030 last night and I thought, oh, I may have to like stop it and then finish it this morning before we recorded. Okay. But I really I really got into it and I watched the whole thing and I didn't I didn't doze off once, which is a miracle. That's a miracle. And there's a reason for that. It was a really good movie. Yes. Also, this movie moves. I <laughs> yeah. was like there's a lot of stuff that happened and I'm like, "Goodness gracious, I looked down and it had been 22 minutes." I was like, "Whoa. What's Girl, going on? This this movie is going." <laughs> Yeah, I I really liked it. I just... Well, okay, let's talk about it. Was done by the Irwin brothers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Irwin brothers did. Uh, I can only imagine. Um, they did Mom's Night Out, uh, October Baby. You know th- those types uh-huh. of things. And so they are. You know they're Christian filmmakers, and they're not making <laughs> as much money as the Kendrick brothers, but. But there's, I, I think they might be making better movies. That's just my thing. They're definitely well, getting better stars. Yeah. Yes, they are. A couple of months ago when this the marketing was ramping up for this, I was at 
lunch with a coworker who is not into Christian pop culture at all. And she said, there's a new movie coming out about a, a singer whose wife dies from cancer. She goes, I really, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see it. And I'm like, are you talking about I still believe? I'm like, that's a, that's a Christian movie. It, so this was getting press and, and marketing and like notice from people who are not in the Christian realm yeah. or Christian pop culture at all. So they did a really good job of marketing it in such a way that it would appeal to others. You well, know what I mean? I think part of that was the casting, right? Yeah. Because KJ Appa, he, mm-hmm. he's he's an actor from, uh, I honestly haven't seen the show. Maybe you should tell me if I should watch it or not. Riverdale? I've never seen Riverdale. Okay. I didn't know. It seems like it'd be up your alley. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Um, Is that the one? Wait. It's the Archie comics. The Archie comics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't ever seen it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Oh, and he's Archie. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I just know he's in Riverdale. I'm looking at it on IMDb. He's Archie Andrews. Oh, Hmm. how about that? How about that? Now, let me ask you a question. Just visually looking at KJ Appa. Uh Uh-huh. Does he look like more of a Jeremy Camp or John Mayer? Yeah, he does look more like a young John Mayer, doesn't he? Yeah. Why am I adding weird letters to the end of everything? Like I just what? said Jong. I just added a G to the end of Jong. <laughs> oh, you mean the supreme leader of North Korea whose body is a wonderland? <laughs> what is wrong with me today? My word. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, yes, he looks more like a young, young John Mayer. Yeah. I agree. Um, Jeremy Camp uh, in, in the late 90s, early 2000s, he had some questionable facial hair. Have you seen any pictures of him from back then? He had these weird sideburns that were like pencil thin that came all the way down, but did not connect like in the they front. Didn't not, connect? No, no, no. They didn't like, I'm not talking about like a chin strap beard that connects uh-huh. at the point of your beard. I'm talking about uh-huh. like they came and pointed toward a soul patch in the middle of the space. <laughs> Have you not seen this? We should look up some pictures it's, of Jeremy Camp. I should. <laughs> It's like, been a while. And I'm not talking about like, oh, this was a questionable decision he made one day. I mean, like, this was his facial hair at his wedding to Melissa. That's <laughs> bad. Listen, there are a lot of questionable things about the late 90s, early 2000s. So he wasn't alone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, this movie covers up a lot of that style. The style in this movie is not late 90s, early 2000s. Um you know, clothes-wise, it's, it's just not. Yeah. I didn't see one puka shell necklace. I didn't see. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, they did. They tried to modernize it. Sure. Quite a bit, actually. Now that yeah. you're talking about it, I can, I yeah, I agree. It did feel like they tried to make it feel a little bit more now than it was. Yeah. That's funny. Be- beyond just KJ Appa, they also got a couple of like other really big names. Yeah. I was like, okay, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Listen, I am a huge Gary Sinise fan. I love him. A fantastic actor. Love him. Fantastic, fantastic actor. Really great guy. Oh, really? Yeah. He he is just um he really is active with with military and um donates a lot. I think it was just not not too long ago, a few months ago, that he took like a thousand military kids to Disney World on his dime. Nice. Like 
yeah, he just he's he is very generous um and and just just a super great guy from from everything that I've heard. So I I just am, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. So then uh then I saw the mom and I thought, "Let's go girls." Guys, <laughs> Shania Twain is in this movie. Yeah, that was that was a bigger surprise. I think I knew I had seen Gary Sinise noticed him in the trailer, but when she showed up on the screen, I'm like, who is that? Yeah. So let's it's, give people a rundown of like the, the, the movie in and of itself, right? Like what the plot okay. of the movie is. Do you have the... <laughs> the, the dramatic one? The dramatic one? Do I need to play well, music underneath it? <laughs> no, because it's only like, it's only like two sentences. Okay. It's, basically, this is the true life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp in his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. That's... That's it. That's, That's the it. summary. So um, this is, it takes place in, you know, it says the fall of 99. You see Jeremy yeah. Camp going off to, to college. He's leaving his home in Indiana. He's taking a Greyhound bus to California. Which, okay, let's talk about that for a second. Please. Because <laughs> I, when I saw that, I thought, okay, this is based on a true story. Is this part true? Because <laughs> Did- that seems really weird. But- I, I mean, I, how can I question it if it's his life? Well, would, would he have lied about that? I think that there's probably some dramatic license that's happened here. <laughs> so I was curious last night. So I looked up how long would it take to get from where he is in Indiana to Murrieta, California, which is where uh, Christ Chapel College is. Okay. Uh huh. One day, 22 hours. One day, 22 hours. Two hours short. Uh, of two full days. Mm. See? Mm. To, to take it by Greyhound bus. That's that's a long time. That is a long time. Have you ever taken a Greyhound bus anywhere? Um, No. No, I haven't either. I took I took a uh, I took a train one time, several times actually. When we lived in Russia, we traveled by train from St. Petersburg yeah. to Moscow. That would seem to be the best way. I got some fun stories about that, but they all involve poop. And for the sake of your mom. <laughs> We're not going to do that one. You know, Andre's mom doesn't like that. So no. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like the poop talk. So um, Lieutenant Dan tries to give, or maybe we should call him, well, can't call him Pastor Dan. He's a pastor of this movie, but his name's not Dan. We, could, we can't call him Pastor Dan. That'd be his weird. His name is Tom. Pastor, pastor Tom. Tom. So Pastor Tom decides to give uh, his son a new guitar as a going away gift for college. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he offers to give him his old guitar. And and he mm-hmm. says, no, that dad, that's your guitar. And so Jeremy Camp, songwriter, is about to leave for college without a guitar. I'm like, which, really? If you really love making music. You know, we they kind of give us these tips of like, hey, we took out a loan and we've all decided to not get Christmas this year so that you could have this guitar. So we know that this family isn't like very well off. Also, the car that they drop him off at the bus station in is um is a pizza delivery car. <laughs> Let's not forget <laughs> that this pizza delivery car is going to be a recurring character in this movie. Um, no. And the most unrealistic thing that I saw about that uh, that Greyhound bus ride is that mm-hmm. they show him playing the guitar on the bus. Nah, nah, that wouldn't happen. Nope. <laughs> no, no, there would no. be a riot. All the passengers would be like, "We've been on this bus for one one day and twenty nine hours." <laughs> Stop Shut it. up! Stop playing the guitar. <laughs> That's what it would be. That's what it would be from the back of the bus. Exactly what it would be. Oh my word! So he shows up and um, he gets off. He gets off the bus. He's got his guitar case and and a duffel bag that's half full. 
I just want to point out, he goes to college and moves into college. His college dormitory <laughs> with half of a duffel bag and a guitar. And that's it. it I know. I'm like, I don't it's, understand. Did you ship all your other stuff? Maybe he shipped it all there before. Maybe Jeremy Camp's a hobo. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But but he gets there and he sees um, a flyer for a concert by a band called The Cry. Now, yeah. are you familiar with The Cry? Because they're a real band. No, I, I wasn't. And I was wondering last night when I was watching it and I was um, a little too lazy to look it up. If this was a real band, because I wondered if the guy that was playing the the band guy was an actual member of the band because well, he's not a good um, actor. <laughs> he's not, but he is a good looking guy. Um, he as uh, his best known role is uh, as a member of uh, the cast of general hospital. So good looking, not great actor. He's into soaps. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Well, so I was like the cry that sounds familiar. Uh-huh. I don't, but I don't, I can't think of any of their songs off the top of my head. And so I went, looked them up and I looked at their discography and I saw one and I was like, oh my gosh, I owned this record. (laughs) Stop it. Did you really? Legit. I did. I owned the cry unplugged is the name of the, uh, is the name of the album. And I was like, I, I pushed play on the first track, which I just did. And I was like, whoa, this is bringing me back. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then I was like, you know, man, I, that that took me down the unplugged rabbit hole where I started looking at other albums and everything that were uh, quote unquote unplugged. Um, and I was, you know, the number one thing for me was Nirvana and Dashboard Confessional. Those are like my two uh-huh. biggest unplugged concerts. Yeah. And I remember that like unplugged was a big deal for people to take rock and roll and unplug their mm-hmm. They're electric guitars and plug in acoustic guitars. Right. And yeah, The Cry, this was their second album. And none of these songs were on their first album. And their first album is all acoustic also. So <laughs> just like, I think they might have just kind of jumped on the bandwagon on that one. But where where did the unplugging come in? I'm, I'm uh, not real sure. I don't know. But it, you know, that that was the uh, that was the album. <laughs> But I was like, oh, my goodness, I, I actually I actually remember all this music. Um, I was surprised that, so funny. that I remembered this music. I'll play you like their number one song. And this one you may have heard on some sort of Christian radio at some point. Yeah, no, no. I I don't remember the song specifically, but I remember those chord changes in that chord progression. And Uh so I remember having heard it, but I I just wasn't super familiar with it. But that was their number one song called Take My Hand by The Cry. And Jean-Luc is part of it. And it is a very Canadian name because this band is from Canada. But he rips the flyer off the wall. And I thought, 
I'm pretty sure that that's not okay. I mean, that flyer's up there so other people can go. Do you really have to take it with you to know where to go? That's one. Number two is like they want other people to be able to see that flyer so they can go to the concert. That shouldn't have been. I mean, I felt like it was in a, I felt like it was rude. Um, these are the little things that I'm catching in the movie. But also, we haven't even got he, into what happens yet. He so. folded it up and put the flyer in his mouth. And I was like, no, coronavirus. <laughs> what are you doing? The new corona challenge? Stop it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> hey, are you doing this where like you see commercials and stuff like that? And you're like, yeah. I'm like, what? no. Yes. Yeah. No. And I see videos on Facebook. I'm like, they are not social distancing yeah. the right way. Oh, this well, was recorded a month ago. Oh, okay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, the, there is a there's a term in filmmaking called a save the cat moment, right? It's, it's something that happens at the beginning of a movie where the hero saves a cat out of a tree, and that's uh-huh. how you know the hero is the hero is because they're a good guy, right? Right. Okay. Um, so this moment happens before Jeremy ever leaves California. It's when he gives his special needs brother a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Also, in 99, did we have cell phones then? Yes, they were the, the Nokia. Okay, so this might have been good. This, that that might have just been showing my chronological snobbery. I just don't remember. Like, <laughs> I didn't have a phone until, honestly, until I was dating Julie and my parents saw the long distance bill. Then they were like, hey, we're just going to get you a cell phone. And <laughs> That I had to pay for yeah. that. So I got one when I started driving and it was one of those Nokia, like it's, I'm sure it's still charged and working somewhere because, you know, yeah. those things never die. Yeah. So it's somewhere. But um, yeah, that's what I, and, and that would have been around 99. Okay. 2000. So. Okay. Well, so then the next thing we find out about his character though, is that he lies to get into the venue to see. I mean. Did you notice that? And they just, I did. And yeah. they just brushed right past. I'm like, what? he just. There's no norm. Yeah. Yeah. That bothered me a little bit. But we we do find out whenever Jeremy Camp does meet Jean-Luc in backstage, we find out Jeremy Camp, he wants to make it. He says, how do you make it? And Jean-Luc mm-hmm. says, don't worry about trying to make it. Try to write something that's going to mean something to people. Right? And I was like, okay, Bam Margera. Because I think I that this actor looked like Bam Margera with his beanie on. <laughs> his beanie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he sees this girl in the crowd. Yeah. Blech. And he goes, Ooh, she hot. You know how I know she hot? Because she got her hands raised. Oh my gosh, this is so youth group kid stuff. I'm not, I'm like, so, oh man. As an almost 40 year old man, I was watching this going, oh my gosh, these kids are stupid. Did we act this way? And my wife goes, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Oh my gosh, I could tell you I'm not. I could tell you a story, but I'm not cuz Yeah. You should. It's not good on me. Okay. It's not. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but man, I just Did you know you were supposed to marry somebody because you saw them worshiping one day? Um I'll go on record and say, yeah, that's been me 3 or 4 times. <laughs> at, I mean, at least, at least 3 or 4 times. <laughs> oh gosh. No, I remember there was a guy and he recorded himself singing a song and I went on, I was going on a trip with my parents and I listened to that song on repeat for like eight hours straight. I listened to that song over and over again. And now when I think about it, I just, I just cringe so much. Is oh, there any way gosh. we can get a copy of this song to play on the show? No, 
I have no idea where it is. It is gone. It should be gone forever. And can you contact this person and have them send it nope. to you again? <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I cannot. So I cannot. <laughs> so we we see that after this, he chases down he chases down um, this girl. Finds out her name is Melissa, and is like, "I do music. <laughs> so I play awkward. the guitar. I sing. You like me too." <laughs> and he starts kind of creeping on her um, in a real creepy way, and then they see each other out like you know out and about. Um, I think I think he's on the he's on the quad, on the quad. or something. Yeah, yeah, he's on the quad, and he's playing his guitar like every other college freshman ever. Just, just. At a Christian college? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. By the way, I've been that guy. Um, I have never known anybody to be like, I'm going to come out on the quad and practice my acoustic guitar for the glory of the Lord. That's not why you're doing that, guys. That's not no, why not. you're doing it. And that's fine, but just don't pretend that that's why yeah. you're doing it, because we know better. We ain't dumb. Yeah. <laughs> We weren't born yesterday. If you just keep playing your love is extravagant, like that's not <laughs> That's not that's not what that was going on. But oh my she gosh. ends up she ends up inviting him to um to the beach to to for a Bible study, a beachside yeah. Bible study. Right. <laughs> and and worship. He brings his guitar and he's excited cuz man, he is crushing on this chick. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden he he walks up and sees oh Jean Luc's there too, and now we have this predicament because now we find out Jean Luc is also in love with Melissa. Oh, this is going to be a problem. Okay, so did you not realize as soon as when when Jeremy Camp and Jean Luc were having their conversation about writing songs, and Jean Luc said, "I'm writing a song for a girl right now." I went, "Oh, I know where this is going. This is a problem." Did you not know right then? Because I did. <laughs> Why well, is it when he goes? Uh, I write love songs to God. And he goes, well, mostly to God. And I was like, yes. Mostly to God. Someone who's honest. (laughs) I appreciate it. So yeah, we see that there's going to be an issue. And listen, Jeremy's got to find out what's going on. So like as soon as he can, he has a DTR. So he went in hard. Yeah, he did. Hard on that. Here's the thing. I don't know that he did, but the timeline of this movie is like there's so many quick cuts and I feel like it's six months later. Every time the scene changes, I feel like it's six months later, but it's only been 90 seconds. And I'm like, whoa, right. it's, it's, it will give you whiplash how fast. It, that's why you couldn't fall asleep is because there were no down moments in this movie. No. And I, I did. I had a hard time following the timeline because I wasn't sure. I'm like, OK, did, was this like the next day that he's asking her about her relationship to Jean-Luc? Because I'm going to need you to find your chill at least a little bit. Yeah. But Maybe it wasn't. And that it was it was hard. It That was hard to follow for me. Yeah. So I use the phrase DTR and you knew exactly what it was. But there might be people because that is a <laughs> yeah. bit of Christianese that don't know what a DTR <laughs> is. I didn't even think about it. That is define the relationship. This happens on a weekly basis um, with Christian couples at college. In my experience. <laughs> oh, um, my word. Hey, can I just say something? Yeah. My my daughter offended me last night. Oh no! <laughs> I was I, I got done with work and again I, it was a hard day and I I got done with work and said I'm just going to go lay down for just a couple of minutes and I laid down and yesterday Friday was um our dog's birthday our dog's one year birthday right and so we're trying to love on her because she had a hard first year. <laughs> She's had a rough um, rough first year. No nope, so pun intended. I'm late. Wow. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, 
Um, so I'm laying in bed and I've got Julie on my left and Jillian comes in and she's laying down on top of me. We're, she's doing the, uh, the, the blanket hug where she's just, you know, full on hug. Mm-hmm. And then the dog gets on the bed and she's not small. And I feel like just like everybody's on top of me and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I need all of these girls off of me. And so everybody get, you know, like Julie stays put, but the other girls get up and, and, and I stand up and I was like, man, that felt like high school. And I was just making a joke. And my daughter looks at me and goes, yeah, right. And walked out of the room. It hurt my feelings. So stinking bad. It really did. That's, but um, that was quick. She's very quick. Oh yeah. She's You're, too smart. For my own good. Oh my goodness. You're you're in for it in in the next how many years? You're you're in for it. Yeah. That's gonna no, be forever. Fun. Ho- That's gonna be fun to watch. Depends, depends on how, how old I get, I think. I mean, I would say <laughs> fifty years, depending on my relationship with bacon. I mean <laughs> You know, I mean bacon. <laughs> uh, so then all of a sudden you see <sighs> Melissa come up and knock on Jeremy's door. Now, this is when I was like, okay, I feel like there might be some artistic license here because I don't know of a Christian school where girls are allowed on guy dorm halls and guys are allowed no. in girl dorm halls. But there's a lot of knocking on dorm doors here that I don't think happened. I, I'm thinking they needed some way to move the story along. So. Yeah. So, so they do that. And she takes him on a date to the planetarium. Where yes. she talks about stars, and that's when I found out that uh, Melissa is an astronomy expert. I mean, <laughs> I think Neil deGrasse Tyson learned everything he knew from Melissa. But but that was the beginning <laughs> of them starting to. Uh, they were courting, courting. Yes, I f- yes, I, they were. I didn't see them date a lot. I saw a lot of courting that was happening. Well, yeah, and th- I think that's part of my issue with the timeline is because he was just trying to get like a first date with her and. I'm wondering how long it took for for that to happen. Yeah. It feels like it took a long time. Well, and then we find out they they are they do share a class together at some point and mm-hmm. he's not paying attention and uh Angela Johnson calls him out. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you notice the teacher? Was Bonquiqui? Angela Johnson. Nuh-uh. That was Bonquiqui. Was it? Yes. Stop it. Bonquiqui was the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does a lot of I mean, she was in Mother's Mother Mom's Night Out. And and those type of things. So she's uh, she's down with the Irwin brothers. That's I did not notice that. Yeah, I guess I was not paying that close of attention. Uh, yeah, she's the uh, like the Kendrick brothers have Priscilla Schreier and the Irwin brothers have Bonquiqui. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but but John Luke said that he's going to hook up uh, Jeremy Camp and he's going to get him a demo. And, right. Uh, this was before GarageBand was invented, right? This was like when you actually had to have studio time. You right, couldn't just you do this in your, yourself. Yeah, you could just do this in your <clears throat> dorm room with a pair of Beats headphones. But the bigger thing that John Luke does is not just give him demo time, studio time. He gives him a leather jacket. Okay, this whole scene was so cringy to me. Yeah, and tell me, tell tell me why. Well, there were multiple reasons, but. Part of it was, so they're all sitting there and Jeremy Camp and Melissa, why do I always say Jeremy Camp? I always say his full name. Jeremy and (laughs) Melissa are trying not to let Jean-Luke, Melissa doesn't want Jean-Luke to know that they're dating, courting, or- And why not? In any kind of relationship. Because 
she knows that he loves her, that he's he he's in love with her, that Jean-Luc is in love with her. And I'm guessing she doesn't want to have a DTR with Jean-Luc. No, she doesn't, which yeah. bothered me a lot. Um, but also, I'm like, y'all are sitting right there. How how could he not tell? So either Jean-Luc was real dumb. Yeah. Men are. Which surprised me because I thought that night at the at the beach that he was figuring it out. And I think he did, but he chose to ignore it. Yeah, probably. So, because he wanted, he just wanted to but she shoot, was a, really... shoot a shot. Yeah. Hey, listen, shoot your shot, kid. I got it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, she was really, really upset. About that, about that leather jacket. And by the way, that never pays off. We just don't know. Like, she just doesn't like that jacket. Do you think it's because uh, she was, she was torn because she cared for John Luke too, and she just didn't want to make a decision? It's possible. I mean, hmm. it's possible, but you can tell that she's in love with Jeremy, but maybe she just doesn't want the memory of like anything to remind John Luke whenever she's with Jeremy. I don't know. Yeah, but it, maybe. Ca- it, I don't know. it caused them to break up over it. I think wasn't it right after that that his parents showed up? Was that before? Maybe. She was mad at him because yes. he seemed like he was embarrassed in front of his parents and I went I was so irritated at her through most of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, well, Jeremy's family showed up and it was like soups awkward. Because he didn't know I it was not his fault. It was her. She was the one who wanted to keep it all a secret. Yeah. But but they end up in the studio. He's recording yeah. the vocals for a fully fledged song with backing uh-huh. tracks and everything that he with wrote, quote, last night. Um, <laughs> she comes in, when did you write that song? Last night. Hey, let me play another song for you. And he sings, I love you over and over again. And then <laughs> they have smoochy time. Just a little smoochy well, time. Doesn't she ask him, Do, are you singing that to God? And he's like, not just him or something dumb <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm yeah, like, are yeah. you? Are you kidding me right now yeah, with this? It's bad. Do these lines work? Um, hey, they take do. yourself take yourself back to when you were a twenty year old in Christian I college. To, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't want um, to. So they kiss. Jean Luc sees sees it, and and I know that we're giving the full recap of the movie. We can we can move past some of this, but this was just some of the silly stuff because I have a point to make with all this, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting real close to it. Um, Jean Luc we'll sees get it. There eventually, <laughs> they uh, this this puts her in a weird position, and so they break up over it. And then, yes. so here is um, here is my point with with going through the first. By the way, that sounds like it's a lot of movie. That was twelve minutes. Um, it, ha- <laughs> it happened so fast. Here's my point: Christian college girls are the worst. There we go. They are. I'm- by the way, Christian college guys also the worst. Yes, <laughs> but, but also true. But yeah, that, I was like, come on. So that's what I wanted to get to. That's the end of the show. All right. <laughs> that's it. Nothing else to talk about. <laughs> that was that was the conclusion that we all reached. No, I okay. So I'm gonna say what I what I was what I was gonna say earlier. Okay. So watching that whole scene with Jean Luc catching them kiss- kissing in the recording studio there was so much betrayal on his face <laughs> because first of all he was the one who gifted this studio time to jeremy Camp. sure by the way so, bad form jeremy like <laughs> i mean seriously you could have at least waited until you got out of the studio 
I'm just going to say this, and this is based on the actors that played them. Yeah. Jean-Luc was more my speed. Oh, okay. Okay. Than Jeremy Camp was just based on the actors that played them. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. They, mm, that's. You think, you think Melissa made the wrong choice in that moment? (laughs) In that moment. uh, Just a little bit. (laughs) Not forever. I was going. Not forever. But yeah, she was, she spent too much time dating Jesus to notice John Luke. Is that what happened? I think so. I don't. You had to have somebody with the literal initials JC come in. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. So, well, fellas, now, you know, if you want to know what, what Andrea's speed is, look at, look at Jean-Luc and Jeremy. Purely based on looks. No, I, it really, that whole scene drove me crazy because I was, again, I was watching this at like 1030 last night. Yeah. So by this point in the movie, it really is 11 because it was only 30 minutes in that all this was happening. <laughs> um, and I'm just laying there going, how, what, this doesn't, no, this is not what's happening right now. I don't, this is not the way life was, but it really was. It the, really was. Like the angst and the betrayal and the, the love triangle and the, like pulling in two different directions it's just it was so does that still happen these days or was that was yeah, that no, no, a, no. it absolutely still does happen this these days yeah 100 yeah, percent. i um i have a i wrote down a quote from the wild card wife while we were watching this movie last night because <laughs> oh, i've so been complaining about how terrible these people were and she she said quote do you know how stupid we were <laughs> okay that's fair that's fair like she that's just called fair. it out, like that, this is the most realistic movie we've ever seen. We don't even have to suspend disbelief. This is the way that it was. And because of that, it's a fantastic movie. It oh, took man. me back. Exactly. It did. It, because the fall of 99, when he goes to Christchurch Chapel, Christ Chapel College, blah, 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 whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when the fall of 99 is when I, my freshman year at Lee University. Right. So oh, I'm like, my oh, word. I knew I knew that that would be pretty close to you. I couldn't remember exactly if it was come on. So they break up right right before Christmas break. So all of this has happened in three months. OK, we know we know oh, it's happened in three months. Gosh. I'm sorry. I'm just not realizing that, yeah. <laughs> like putting yeah. that together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This all happened in three months. Goes back and then he gets a phone call from Jean-Luc. Jeremy, Melissa's sick. You got to come back. It's bad. And J- it's bad. Jeremy grabs his guitar and half of a duffel bag, and he he throws in the back of a pizza delivery car that's already got two hundred seventy five thousand miles on it. And he this fool drives drives from Indiana to California. All right. One day in twenty two hours. No, no, no. That's for a bus trip. You can drive there a lot faster if you're not on oh. a bus. Yeah, it's only thirty hours. It's only thirty hours. Thirty hours. Thirty oh, hours nonstop. Nice. That's not. <laughs> well, you know what? He lied to get into the concert, so he's probably not going the speed limit. So probably he may have not. done it in less than thirty hours. <laughs> so, but he shows up and and he gets to meet Melissa's family, who's surprisingly chill right now. Real chill. Yeah, it was. And then Jean Luc wasn't even there, so yeah, right. You know, at this point, I don't, I don't want to make light of too much of what comes right. after because this was, this is heavy. 
Um, but this is really the part of the movie where I felt like they sped up the timeline a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah. to and maybe not. I don't. I have. I don't actually know. Uh, I haven't read the book that Jeremy wrote based on his life story. That was the the basis of this movie. But it j- it felt like it. I don't know. Like as fast as the first thirty forty five minutes moved, like the second half was even faster for it was me. Even faster, yeah. Here, this is not a spoiler of the movie because this is the purpose of the movie, right? She get right. she she gets cancer they took said she said a size a tumor the size of an orange out of her stomach but it was yeah it was ovarian cancer mm-hmm. yeah she had stage three ovarian cancer and uh they just started uh praying for her and mm-hmm. like they did all the treatments and chemo and she went through the whole process um jeremy camp does this thing where he just starts asking everybody to pray for her right and kind of setting uh, honestly I, I was watching it being like jeremy camp kind of feels like the savior of this movie i don't know how i feel about that but mm-hmm. kind of feels like that but um everybody starts praying for her and as she was supposed to go in for another surgery they come out and they say hey she's healed during this process of her having cancer he proposes they get married and then on the honeymoon she starts feeling some weird stuff goes back in it's back and they have, I mean, and, and sadness ensues. Yeah. I didn't know. I knew this story obviously, because I remember when he met his, his second wife. Yeah. Adrian, who it was the singer for the Benjamin gate, which yeah. I loved that. Did band. you love the Benjamin gate? I did. Okay. Um, but then this, then this one's for you. Here we go. I loved it. That was that was my jam. Um, so I remember when he, the story of him meeting her and them falling in love and all yeah. of that. That was so. I remember all of that happening. So I, but I didn't did not know. So I knew his wife had died from cancer, but I did not know that she had been healed or had beforehand. been beforehand that she had been declared cancer free. Yeah. And then that it came back. I, I didn't know that. Did were you aware of that? Did you know that part no, of the story? No, I was un, I was surprisingly unfamiliar with the storyline altogether. Mm-hmm. I just I wasn't attached to it, and so I literally just did not know. So for me, it might as well have been a documentary. I didn't know any of the story <laughs> until I watched it. Yeah. So the the end when when she started getting getting sick again, that may again may have been um, there may have been some tears. Yeah. And then when she. <laughs> This this really this really moved me, and I I wonder if this is the way that it happened when she's oh I wonder if I should tell tell this part. Well, I mean, we we can call it a spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert yeah, skip, because the, skip ahead thirty seconds. Yeah. So when she's laying in the bed right towards the end, and she comes up and she says, "I'm healed. It's God. I'm healed." Oh my gosh! I had chills all over my body. Yeah. It. It really touched me because I knew, and as cliche as it sounds, sometimes we talk about, you know, being healed on this side of heaven or receiving the ultimate healing. And, you know, however God chooses to to do that, it it was just, it was really special when I was watching that, that, that whole scene was, um, was really, really something. And I just wondered how the actors playing that scene out how it affected them you know because i don't i don't think you can 
play a scene like that and not not be moved. Yeah. Well, Jeremy uh, had actually said Jeremy Camp, the the real Thanks. Jeremy Camp. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the real Jeremy Camp. He actually said that um, during during some of the f- filming in the hospital scenes, like he just couldn't be there. Like he yeah. he had to keep excusing himself. Mm-hmm. We get to this scene in the movie. And it's uh, this happens kind of like right before what we just talked about. And so they're in the hospital and Melissa pulls Jeremy over and and has this conversation with him about a song that, that he started writing on the honeymoon. She asks him, did you finish it? And he says, yeah. And he says, well, she says, will you play it for me? Mm-hmm. And, and he grabs the guitar and, and this is from the movie. Here we go. Would you believe me? I say. So I may have gotten allergies right around that time. <laughs> I just had a little Maybe. something in your eye. Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, I got allergies during this movie for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, me too. um, but you know, the sadness ensues, he goes back home to Indiana and, um, he, he's in bad shape. He picks up that new guitar that his dad bought him. It was either six months ago or six years ago. We don't know because the <laughs> timeline sure. of this movie. <laughs> and he smashes that guitar. And inside the guitar, he finds a note from his wife. Yeah. And um, he goes and he grabs his dad's old guitar and and starts playing. This is after he and his dad have a conversation that make me fall in love with their relationship. Yeah. And remind me, like I'm sitting there going, Gary Sinise, you're such a good stinking actor. Ah. He just, he really is. He just is the best. Cut to two years later and KJ Appa is on stage um, in front of a big crowd and he is telling the testimony and singing a song that Jeremy Camp wrote after his wife passed away called I Still Believe. Mm. So torn before Seems I don't know where to start But it's now that I feel Your grace fall like rain From every fingertip Washing away my I still believe in your faithfulness I still believe in your truth I still believe in your holy word Even when I don't see, 
Somebody right now who's listening to this, maybe it's just me. Give me a second. Um, somebody right now who's listening to this needs to know that it's okay to still believe. Mm-hmm. Here's the cool thing about podcasts, right? They exist in time forever. They exist right now in time where we're recording it on Saturday, March 28th, 2020. Right. But who knows when you're listening to this. And so I just want to say, whenever it is that you're listening to this and you need to hear it, just know it's okay to still believe. Mm. Um, one of the things the dad says, whenever Jeremy was like, prayer doesn't work. Dad. <laughs> is the dad says that um, that life is full of disappointments and that he said his life is full, not in spite of the disappointments, but because of them. Mm-hmm. And, and there's something to be said for that. And so in, in what we are currently living in, in a hard time and what will future exist in hard times, it's okay to still believe. Yeah. It's okay. Um, sorry, this, this show took a really unexpected left turn and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. But but it's okay. And so if that's what this film does and it just reminds us in a hard time that it's okay to still believe, it's worth the watch. It's worth the 20 bucks. Yeah. It's it's worth the time to go through it. You know, the there was heat that I that I read where it's like, well, gosh, KJ Apa doesn't sound anything like Jeremy Camp. And Jeremy Camp said he in in the interview, he goes, yeah, he doesn't sound anything like me at all, um, but he sounds like himself and he's making it personal and there's emotion yeah. tied to it. And so there's something there's something beautiful there because it's personal. And so there is some some goodness there. So yeah. I don't know. So my takeaway from the movie is that it was good. I think that it was worth the watch. And especially if we're going to do the wild card charge of like go support Christian film, I think we should watch it. What, what were your thoughts over, about the film overall. Yeah, no, I I loved it. I really at the end of it, I I kind of I turned it off, you know, when it was when it was done and I thought okay, that was more moving than I anticipated. Um Yeah. And I just I thought it was really well done. I it it was a movie that as a Christian, I would be proud to say you need to go watch this. Yeah. You know, and I thought that the the message was great. I, and again, I I knew I knew the story, and I knew a little bit of the story of um, how Jeremy met his his second wife, and um, that she was there on that night that he that he had everyone pray for her, pray for Melissa. That yeah, that Adrian was there, and she was what what I appreciated is that she's telling him there at the end. <clears throat> After he sings that song, she stops him and she's like, I just want you to know I was dealing with the loss of someone and we don't know who, we don't know how or, or what, sure. but she was dealing with um, pain and loss in her own life and watching the way that he walked through and his faith that his, that Melissa, she was his fiance at that time was going to be healed um, and, and watching that 
brought healing to her. And I that's I that's a great takeaway is that sometimes what you're going through in the moment someone's watching and the way that you handle it, the way that you walk with faith, or maybe the way that you you don't, maybe the way that you struggle or the way that you are just super real through it all is it's gonna affect someone. They're watching and they're they're being touched and moved by your situation. And so that that's kind of how I, that's part of the takeaway that I had was just that what you're going through right now, wherever we are, again, like you said, wherever we are in time, whatever you're dealing with, someone is watching and, and they are being affected by it. And that maybe they're finding healing or they're, renewing their faith because of what they're dealing with and watching you as you deal with something. So it's that that's the way the body of the body of Christ works is that we all we all touch one another even when we don't realize it. Yeah, it's good. All right. Yeah, I would absolutely recommend watching the movie. You may if you want to wait when it's not 20 bucks, that's fine too, but I get it. Yeah, it'll good. it'll stream eventually, but um but yeah. So well, that's good. Okay, so go watch the film. We're good. Yeah. We're good. And you know what? Go listen to Jeremy Camp's music. I forgot how good it was. Yeah, it's really good. I was, I'm was. i a fan. Hey, and honestly, if you <laughs> you can also go listen to KJ Appa. He's a legit, like, musician. He's got... Yeah, oh, yeah. He's got a band that I think is called, like, the Good Time Boys or something like that. But he also has some personal music that's out there that, that's really good. And then I guess there's been some musical episodes of Riverdale where he's gotten to sing, too. So, um, yeah. so, so he's good. But, uh, yeah, Jeremy Camp, he's an amazing lyricist. Um, yeah, apparently, he really is. Apparently, he took it to heart, what Jean-Luc said about, you know, write stuff that means something to people. Don't try to make it. If Jean-Luc even said that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so. we don't know if that was if that was the truth or not. All right. Um, <laughs> it was good for the movie. <laughs> uh, you ready to get stung by the bee? Yes, let's do it. All right. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Okay, um, I've got two here, and I'm going to let you pick, okay? We have, a, uh, we have one that is church-specific, and then we just have one that's silly times. Let's do the church specific one. All right, here today. we go. Yeah. Churches to send greeters door to door during remote services. <laughs> As more churches across the country are forced to cancel their in-person fellowship time, there is one element that many people are missing, church greeters. The many churches oh, are rising yeah. to the occasion and sending out their greeters to smile and say good morning to each church member one on one. Welcome oh, to Oh my word. Grace Sojourners Fellowship. <laughs> it's great to have you with <laughs> us today. Uh, said one cheery greeter after knocking on the door of a horrified church member. We're so pumped that you decided to join us this morning. <laughs> Take a bulletin and have a seat wherever you feel most comfortable on your couch in front of your TV or wherever. <laughs> so, oh no. That's hilarious. Here's the quote. It's just not a church service. If you don't have an impossibly cheery guy shaking your hand and saying good morning. So this is the best way. Uh, to just love on people and do life and just live out the gospel incarnationally in a gospel-centered, gospel-y way. There we go. <laughs> is, that quote in, is that quote in there? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the same one from last week. Yeah, because, so you know, funny. people, listen, all, it's a buzzword. We got to use it every week now. So, gospel-y-centered way. <laughs> by the way. That's awesome. By the way, um, 
If someone does come to your door to shake your hand, don't do it. It's a trap. Don't shake their hand. <laughs> it's, a, it's a trap. It's a oh, trap. No, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! All right, Andrea, what's your not for me this week? Okay, my not for me is um, not being able to go eat at a good Mexican restaurant. Oh. That's all I want. That's all I want right now. Testify. <laughs> I want to go somewhere where I sit down and they bring me unlimited chips and salsa. Yes. And then a sizzling plate of fajitas. That's what I want. That's all I want. So we're, we're, if, if you had, if you had the opportunity to go sit down somewhere, get unlimited chips and salsa and a sizzling plate of fajitas, where would you go? Okay. So it's a toss up between Martha's Mexican restaurant, Mexican cocina on Heritage Trace. Okay. Have you, ever eat, have you ever eaten there? Never. Not once. No. It's super close to... Did you ever eat at Oscars that used to be on Denton Highway? No. No. Okay. Well, Martha is Oscar's ex-wife. Okay. <laughs> Oscar's is no longer there, but Martha's is doing great. <laughs> but um, so it's a Mexican restaurant on Heritage Trace, just right down from my apartment. And it's just really good. They have really great food. Or... Chewies because I just love Chewies fajitas. Okay. okay, so that's those. It's a toss up between those two for me. Yeah, um, mine would probably be Los Mocayetes. Yeah, they're closed right now. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, they were doing takeout, but they're not even doing that now. Well, I, told me. You know, the here here's the thing. I have so enjoyed the fact that we have to sit down as a family every night and do dinner together. That's been mm-hmm. that's been phenomenal because our our lives are typically so busy and go in different ways. I mean, we there there are so many times to be like, here here's food, y'all eat. I got to go do stuff, type of stuff. And that right. and this has kind of forced us to slow down and spend some time together. So that's beneficial. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we do miss going out to to eat someplace. I mean, last night, especially after the week that I had, I looked at Julia. I was like, I just want a Whataburger. And I. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand that I could go through, but we're, we're, we're not, I mean, we're just, we're, we're trying to lock down and stay at home best we can. So yeah. I was going to ask if you guys are, because I, I did have pizza last night from a pizza place. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. No, one, once a week we get in the truck and we go for a drive and we just drive around and then we come home. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's it. Y'all are, y'all are doing so much better than I am. I'm I'm like walking to take trash to the dumpster just so that I can get outside for a few minutes. I don't have a yard. I don't you know what I mean? So that's yeah. like kind of it. But anyway, um so what's your what's your not for me? Um I'm going to I'm just going to let you know division. I, and I don't mean like a spirit of division. I mean like mathematics. <laughs> division <laughs> is not for me. <laughs> Um, here's Is the it deal. long division. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, listen, I mean, <laughs> all of it while, while can't, can I do it? Yeah. But this week, um, my daughter had to learn how to divide fractions. Guess what? Seth doesn't know how to do divide fractions. I got nothing here. <laughs> I really, I mean, so yeah, yeah. So, d- uh, so division is not you're having me. to re relearn all of the uh, all of the things that you didn't think you were going to use anymore. Yeah, I'm actually watching the teachers' videos 
without them because I have the I have like all their stuff on my phone. So like that's the first thing I do in the morning. But like when I wake them up and I'm making breakfast, I'll be like I'll watch their videos so I know what the teachers are going to teach on because it's the only way that right. I can actually do it. So that's hilarious. I also think that my kids have finally given up on wearing uniforms to school every day. We made them do it the first day because we thought it'd be a cute picture. <laughs> but yeah. And then did they like I saw what uh, you or Julie said about um, their chapel uniforms. They want and they wanted to wear that. Oh, my gosh. Chapel like, day on Wednesday? It's Wednesday. So my son put on a tie. <laughs> Listen, that is that is the best. And the the picture of him, he left his backpack at, yeah. at school. <laughs> yeah. That was so funny. So, um, I mean, and that was all him, man. I mean, I didn't I, we weren't forcing them to do anything. But I think that I think that they're probably they might do school in pajamas next week and I'd be okay with that. But that goes back to last week when we talked about step one, get dressed. It puts you in the right mindset. So they see me still get dressed for work every day. So they might as well. I listen, I have put on makeup and brushed, like fixed my hair every day this week. I was about to say, I thought you were, I thought you were about to say brush your teeth. And I was like, Audrey, you should do that regardless. <laughs> I, I did that anyway. I brush my teeth anyway. But I I put on makeup and except with the with the exception of today, I have put on makeup and, and fixed my hair every day this week. And you're right, it has it has made it better since I've had uh, hundred and fifty Zoom calls. Yeah. Then um by the way, do you know who's cleaning up right now? Uh Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, they're all so over. Mu- so much. Buy stock in Zoom if you can right now because oh. it's about to be real good. That's good. Okay. All right. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, uh, church helpers from anonymous pastors. Hey, hey, I've, I've got one this week. Oh, fantastic. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Okay. So, this kind of goes with the, the Babylon Bee, the greeters coming to the door. Yeah. Um, Pastors are going to start sending the ushers to your door <laughs> on Sundays, so <laughs> don't forget to pay your tithes. Seriously, you guys, churches are, are hurting right now, and I know I know some of you, you know, some people have lost their jobs, but if you are able to keep paying your tithes, um, if you got a paycheck coming in, please do, please do, because churches are hurting, and um, I, I just I know this because I've I've talked to some pastors, and I know that they're. They're concerned and, and they're doing everything they can to, to make sure that the churches are following the regulations that are put put in place. And so um, and, and not just that, but make sure that their congregation is still taken care of. They yeah. want to make sure that you guys know that you're cared for and you're loved. And if you need help, the church is still there. Um, and so one thing that we can do besides watching their live stream and whatever else that we're they they provide is to pay our tithes so yeah, yeah. they may be sending ushers to your door on sunday yeah so just be prepared for that ding dong guys pay, pay. <laughs> you're gonna see a little you don't have little... to shake their hand but put money in there yeah yeah they'll they'll hold the velvet bag by the handle and point it out all you got to do is slide the the check in there <laughs> so all, all right. right well that's go. a show But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions about the movie or anything else we've talked about today. Yeah, don't forget to like and follow and comment um, on all of the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're on all those. Yeah, and as a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcast, we will donate a dollar to uh, a charity or ministry. This month, we are sending a kid from youth group to youth camp if yes. it still exists. But even if it doesn't, it's we will still figure still something. Happening. 
<laughs> yeah, still, still doing that. Remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend of yours or a family member of yours to listen to this episode or maybe another one that's one of your favorites and tell them to subscribe. And we made it really easy. You can go. We have a website. We do. Seth, did, did you know that we have a website? I did know that because I made that website. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. So you can go to droppingsunday.com slash subscribe, right? Is that yeah. is that right? That's it. And so you can subscribe on whatever your favorite platform is. If it's Spotify or podcast, Apple podcast or Podbean or whatever else there is. I don't, is there, are there others? There, there's lots of things, but it's, it's there. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, because, uh, some people right now, I mean, listen, it's it just, the facts are the facts. People listen to podcasts whenever they're driving around, they're doing other stuff. And right now, not a lot of people are listening to podcasts, but if you found this, this week helpful, uh, tell a friend about it because we're, we're, we do that. We're still going to do this every week. Even if we're not in the same room together, we're still going to figure That's it right. out. So we'll, we'll be back next week. Until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. 